Hi, this is Melissa with Mix and Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to 2022. This is season three of my podcast, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been running a giveaway the last couple of weeks for people who commented and rated on my podcast, so I'm going to be announcing the winner a little bit later, so stay tuned for that. If you commented and sent in a review, then you are eligible to win, so stay tuned. I will announce the winner in a little bit. I can't believe it's 2022. I'm so excited for this year. I've got so many things that I'm planning and crafting in my mind. All these goals, I have yet to sit down and actually write them down. So they're just buzzing around my head, making me crazy mostly. But I have all these dreams and goals, fun things happening with Mix and Some Magic that I'm super excited about that I'm going to make happen in 2022. So I hope that you are having a good year so far. I mean, it just barely got started, so hopefully it's not too bad. And that you have lots of goals that you're working towards. I just think goals are so important. I just know that 2022 is gonna be a great year and I'm here for it, super excited. Well, the question I get asked maybe the most often, I get DMs all the time and emails and people sending me texts and people just stopping me when I'm out and about, you know, at like school functions or church functions and they say, hey, I'm getting ready to plan a trip to Disneyland. When is the best time for me to go? And it's such a like loaded question because different times are good for different things. And I never quite know how to answer people because what's good for me might not be good for you. Or what are your goals? What are you trying to do when you get there? Are you, you know, wanting to be there at Christmas time? Are you wanting to be there for Halloween? Are you going for like the lowest crowds possible? Or are you trying to go when your kids are out of school so they don't miss things? Are you not a fan of the heat and so you need to go when it's cooler? Or vice versa, do you want to skip the rainy season and make sure that you have great weather? So many different things go into deciding when you want to visit Disneyland that I decided to dedicate a whole podcast episode to Disneyland and when to visit. So today we're going to talk all about what takes place in the different months at Disneyland because there's certain events that are happening in 2022 um, that take place in different months. There's like different crowd levels and different weather and all kinds of things. So we're going to go through, through each month individually and talk about what happens at Disneyland, what you can expect if you visit during that month, what the crowds will be like, what events are going to be happening, things like that, so that if you are planning a trip in 2022, then you can have a little guidance and a little insight into maybe when would be the perfect time for you to visit. So that's what we're going to jump into today. I'm really excited, and I've been working really hard to compile 
tons of information on my website about each month at Disneyland. So I have a whole article on January and a whole article on February and March and April. And I'm going to be updating those as more information comes out, like my January post has which rides are going to be closed right now. And I'll update that for February when we have more information. And so I'll always keep those up to date. And so if you need more information, you can go on my website and search for whatever month you're thinking about visiting and it will pop up and you can check out all of that information. So I think that that will be a helpful resource for you. And I will put a link to that in my show notes so that you can just click over there and check it out and figure out what month is going to be best for you to visit. Now, obviously picking when you're going to visit Disneyland is extremely important, but equally important is getting your park tickets and your reservations. You can make reservations if you're buying regular park tickets, not Magic Key, which is the annual pass, but if you have regular park tickets, you can make reservations 120 days in advance, and you're going to want to do that as reservations do fill up, especially during the busier and more popular time of the year. The very best place to start planning your Disney trip is with discount Disney tickets. My partners at Getaway Today have the best prices anywhere. Please, please, I beg you, do not pay full price for your park tickets. Their park tickets are always discounted off the gate price. So save the money and put it towards other things for your trips, like important things like churros and Mickey ears and Minnie Mouse sweatshirts, you know, the important stuff. Now you can save the most money by purchasing multi-day tickets. The more days you go to Disneyland, the cheaper that each ticket is per day. So if you're trying to save money, it's cheaper to go, you know, per day to go five days than it is to go two days. You're going to pay more per day if you go two days than if you do five days. Does that make sense? I love booking through Getaway Today because they have really awesome sales all the time. Like right now they're doing a buy four days, get the fifth day free, or they'll often have adults at kid prices. So they've always got some kind of great thing going on and I know you're going to love them. They've been open since 1990 and they're the top travel provider for the Disneyland Resort. But they also sell Disney World tickets. So if you're thinking Disney World is in your 2022 future, they've got Disney World tickets too. I've personally been using them for 15 years and I'm always so impressed with their prices and their service. They are one of the few legitimate places to buy discount Disney tickets. Don't get on like Craigslist or KSL or wherever, you know, like Facebook and try to find discount Disney tickets because you are going to find some that are not legit and I don't want you showing up and not being able to get into the parks. Getaway Today is the best place to get discount Disney tickets. They are always cheaper than booking through Disneyland and they will be any cheaper price that you can find. So check them out. I'll put a link to them in my show notes. They don't just sell discount Disney tickets, so they also have great deals on hotels too. You can often find like a stay three nights, get the fourth free or similar offers. They even have a peace of mind plan that allows you to change your plans if you need to because... Things come up. People get sick. We have learned that in the last few years. Like life happens and the peace of mind plan is there just for those times. So you can go in and change your plans if you need to, which is so, so great because I know we all get nervous making vacation plans because we just don't know what's going to happen in the next few months. So I love their peace of mind plan. 
One of my very favorite things about them though is that they offer layaway plans. You can put down 175 on your dream Disney vacation and just make payments on it, which is so great. So you can get that trip booked, put it on the calendar, and then you just make payments as you go along. You also receive an electronic ticket so that you can bypass the ticket booth and go straight to the gates. So I know that like the discount tickets, they sound too good to be true, but I guarantee you that they are authentic and they are legit. And I know you're just going to love Getaway Today. If you book a package, which is tickets with a two-night or longer hotel stay, then you can use my promo code, that's MSM10, to save an extra $10. So that's just more churro money, right? We can all use more churros, trust me. So check them out. I'll put a link to them in my show notes. I know you're going to love them, and I want you to save money. Please don't pay full price. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll jump right into January at Disneyland, and then we'll go through the entire year so that you can decide when will be best for you to visit. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix and Some Magic. Alright, let's jump right in with January at Disneyland. January is a great time to visit if you don't mind a few ride closures and a chance of rain. January and February are the season of ride refurbishments, so Disney takes this time to close down rides, do refurbishments, little repairs and things like that since there's lower crowds. So you can almost always expect Splash Mountain to be closed during this time, Grizzly River Run, because people don't want to ride them anyway when it's cold, so it's the perfect time for them to do refurbishments. And then other refurbishments just kind of come up here and there. There is always their refurbishment calendar listed, and I put that on my website as well. So in January this year, the last day of the holidays is January 9th. On January 10th, then Mickey's Mix Magic returns, which is the um, like fireworks and projection show. Um, January 10th, Splash Mountain closes. January 10th, Haunted Mansion closes. It reopens on the 20th. January 10th, Little Mermaid closes. The 24th, It's a Small World closes. Grizzly River Run closes on the 24th. On the 31st, Mark Twain Riverboat closes. Emotional Whirlwind closes. Um, Tarzan's Treehouse is closed. Finding Nemo is closed. And Sailing Ship Columbia is closed. So that's what you can kind of expect for January. Um, As far as crowds go, January is a great time to visit if you are looking for lower crowds, as long as you avoid the very first week. So people will keep their kids out of school an extra week. So this week, which is the first week of January, will be busy. But after the New Year's holiday and after Christmas comes down, which is January 9th is the last day of the holidays, then things get pretty quiet at Disneyland for the rest of of the month as long as you avoid the Martin Luther King holiday. Now obviously the weekends are going to be busier. Right now the busiest day of the week is usually Saturday. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday is kind of almost usually as busy as a weekend day now because people with 
Um, vacations will take like that extra day to make their vacation a little bit longer. But if you are looking for very lowest crowds, the three weeks after the first week of January, mid of, middle of the week are the very best times to go. Now, as far as weather, weather is a little trickier in January. So you can expect rain often. Rainy days happen a lot in January and February. Um, the high is usually 69 degrees Fahrenheit with the low of 47 degrees Fahrenheit. So it can get pretty chilly. You'll want to dress in layers and make sure you have a warm jacket or sweater because those mornings and evenings can be very chilly. You're also going to need to be prepared for rain. Rain can be so great at Disneyland because it really thins the crowds and a lot of the local people don't want to go out in the rain. If you know they were just at Disneyland last week and it's pouring rain, they're going to skip out on it. So if you are visiting Disneyland and it's there's rain in the forecast, don't panic because it can actually make your trip really nice and really lower the crowd levels. That being said, you do need to be prepared. I have a whole bunch of rainy day tips that I will put in the show notes that will be really helpful for you. But you can't just show up in your tennis shoes and your dollar store poncho and think that that's going to cut it for a rainy day at Disneyland because you will be back at your hotel and you will be so upset that you spent all this money that you can't get back and you're just sitting in your hotel instead of enjoying the parks. But if you show up prepared, things are going to go differently and you can actually stay all day and be warm and dry and have a great trip. So I'm not going to get into rainy day tips I've done that before, but I'll put a link in my show notes so that you can check it out. There are a lot of fun events happening in January. Disneyland does a lot of fun special festivals and events, more so than Disney World, I feel like. And I think they do this because they have so many local people that enjoy visiting Disneyland and come very often, and they want to keep them coming back. They want to give them new things to get excited about and new events to enjoy and so I feel like they bring out more special events and festivals than they do at their other parks just to keep the local people excited and interested. So January actually has quite a few fun things happening. They have Three Kings Day which happens January 3rd through the 9th so the very beginning of the year. Um, it's celebrated in California Adventure near Paradise Gardens at the close of the holiday season so right Right now it's actually happening and you can enjoy traditional decorations and a special photo opportunity. So it's just a little tiny celebration, but something that might be fun if you're going to be in the parks. Um, Lunar New Year kicks off in California Adventure beginning January 21st and runs through February 13th. And this celebration is a fan favorite. It's a multicultural celebration filled with wishes for health and luck and prosperity through the year of the tiger, which is 2022. So they have lots of fun things happening with the Lunar New Year. There's Mulan's Lunar New Year procession, live holiday entertainment, sip and savor pass for the Lunar New Year marketplaces, which is always super popular. They have little kiosks throughout California Adventure with little specialty foods. So as soon as we get our menu for that, I'll be posting that on my Instagram and on my website. So you can keep an eye out for that because they always have some really yummy creations. There's also special appearances by popular characters like Mickey and Minnie and Mulan and Tigger, all dressed in new colorful 
outfits. Raya from Raya and the Last Dragon joins the Lunar New Year celebration this year. You can find her over at Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Um, they'll have innovative menus celebrating Asian cuisine. We kind of talked about that. Commemorative merchandise, of course. Disney's not going to miss an opportunity f- to sell merchandise. They'll also have kid-friendly crafts and activities, festive decorations, and you can make a wish at the Lucky Wishing Wall. So I think it's going to be fun. I will be there to check it out um, a few days after it kicks off, so you can follow along on my Instagram But I'm excited about that. I think it will be very fun. So like we talked about, Disneyland in January means lower crowds, but it also means shorter park hours. So the the parks are not open, you know, from 8 a.m. till midnight. You'll have to check when um, it's open if you choose to visit then because they do change park hours often. But you can expect shorter park hours, which usually has never been a problem for me. I don't mind not staying till midnight. And since crowds are lower, you're able to get more done during the shorter park hours. Whereas if you visit in July and it's very busy, you might need more time there to accomplish all the things that you are trying to do. Do keep in mind that Haunted Mansion and It's a Small World always close for a little while in January so they can have their holiday overlays removed. It's just something to keep in mind. If Haunted Mansion is your favorite favorite ever, you might miss it if you visit in January unless you pay really close attention to the times that it's going to be closed. Let's jump into February. Love is in the air during February. You can even celebrate Valentine's Day at Disneyland, which I've done. It's pretty fun. I'll talk about that in a minute. Let's talk about crowds first. So visiting Disneyland in February during the beginning of the month is the perfect time for lower crowds. In February, then the holiday crowds are gone, but the spring break crowds haven't quite arrived. So there will also be shorter park hours like we have in January. Um... But if you're concerned about crowds and are going for the very lowest crowds possible, avoid President's Day and Super Bowl Sunday also draws lower or larger, not lower, larger crowds. Um, You'll also want to stick to the middle of the week, just like January, like we talked about. But you can expect fairly low crowds, especially at the beginning of the month, as long as you avoid President's Day. Now, weather in February is... I mean, pretty close to January, except for you can expect more rain. February is always the rainiest month at Disneyland, so you really need to be prepared, like I talked about with January. I'll put a link in my show notes, but keep a close eye on the weather. You don't want a little weather to ruin your vacation. The high in February is 69 degrees Fahrenheit, and the average low is 48 degrees Fahrenheit, so you're going to want a jacket, I mean, maybe all day. and a coat for the mornings and evenings if you're freezing all the time like I am. All right, let's talk about events. Valentine's Day is celebrated with special merchandise and food and a few decorations. They do Valentine's Day for, you know, it's not just on Valentine's Day. They kind of spread it out a bit. I don't have exact dates when it will be happening yet, but I will update my February post as soon as I do. Um, there's special photo ops. I've been there on Valentine's Day before. It's pretty fun. They also, some years, they didn't last year because of COVID while well, they were closed. So we'll see this year, but 
Um, in years past, they've had Minnie's Valentine's Surprise, which is like a park-wide scavenger hunt where you can go around and search for secret Valentines that Minnie has hidden for her friends. So to participate in that, then you just purchase a game board and stickers from participating merchandise locations. And once you've found all the hidden Valentines, you can turn your board in for a special treat. Uh, there's also Lunar New Year, like we talked about in... January, that's also spilling over into February, so it lasts through February 13th, so you can check that out if you're there in early February. Disneyland is hosting Disneyland After Dark Sweethearts Night in February, so this is a specially ticketed after-hours event that gives you access to like dancing and character experiences, photo opportunities, entertainment, specialty food items, and attractions all with the Valentine theme. So in February, it's taking place February 1st, 3rd, 8th, 10th, and 14th from 8 p.m. till midnight. You can enter the park at 5 p.m. Tickets start at 114 a person and they are available for purchase now. I don't think they have sold out of their Disney After Dark Sweethearts Night. Parking is not included, but if you're interested, Here's kind of the event highlights. You can enjoy admission to Disneyland beginning at 5 p.m. without making a park reservation. The after dark events, your park reservation when you purchase your tickets is your park reservation. So you don't need a, a separate park reservation. They're going to have a fireworks extravaganza, dancing, music, and a more. It says, get in the groove with live music or boogie down at our DJ dance party. There's going to be character experiences. I'm sure a lot of the Disney couples will be out and about. You can strike a pose with the Disney photographers. They'll be there taking pictures by romantic scenes from Disney films like Lady and the Tramp and The Little Mermaid. Your photo pass is included with your ticket. There's going to be special food items, and you'll also be able to go on the rides with much shorter wait times. My guess is almost everything will be walk-on. They will give you a keepsake, a commemorative credential, which is a lanyard, and a guide map, as well as an unlimited downloads of the photo pass. It says that you can dress up, too. So it says dress your magical best, step out in style, take cues from your favorite Disney duo for flirty, purdy, and downright adorable outfits. So I think it sounds fun. I'm not going to be there when it's taking place, so I didn't even try to make... Actually, I think I will be there one night. Will I? No, I will miss it. I didn't even try to make reservations. It sounds fun and cute, and I, if I was going to be there, maybe I would give it a try. But I've had friends who went, and they said it was great, but it was freezing, like so cold. And that sounds miserable to me. I can't. I just can't. I was there for Marius Nights, and I had my coat and my hat, and I wore layers and layers of clothes, and I was okay. I was fairly warm. Uh, but I think February might be even colder. So I don't know. Um, I do like Disney's after hour events. I think they're really fun. And if you're looking for a way to ride on a ton of attractions with barely any weight, then this is the way to go. I mean, if you were there visiting with your family and did that instead of a park day and focused on hitting rides instead of all the specialty Valentine stuff, you could go on probably everything and with like walk-on times so 
Think about that. If you're visiting and an after hours event is taking place and you're like, I don't really care about the sweethearts night. I just want to get on all those rides super fast. Then that might be a good option for you because the walk, I mean, the wait times are extremely minimal. They usually do have things closed though, like uh, Rise of the Resistance will probably not be open for Sweethearts Night. All of Star Wars Land will probably, or Galaxy's Edge, oops, not Star Wars Land. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge will be closed, is my guess. That's how it was with Marius Nights. But something to think about. Um, I think that's all for February. Let's do March. All right, March is the beginning of spring break for lots and lots of people. Spring break season runs probably mid-March through April. So if you're visiting during those times, you're probably visiting because your kids are out on spring break. But if you have a choice of when to visit and you're looking for lower crowds, you might want to avoid those times. If you are like, spring break is the only time we can take our kids to Disneyland, then do it. Go. It's going to be great. Even if crowds are higher, you can still have a great time at Disneyland. I find that so many people are so worried about the crowd calendar. They obsess over it and try to pick the very lowest times. And to tell you the truth, even the lowest times have crowds. There's no not crowded time at Disneyland. So even the very lowest crowd levels are still crowded and it's also very subjective you know what like what's crowded to me might not be what's crowded to you so it's kind of tricky to recommend times but I can tell you for certain that spring break time is more crowded but if that's the only time you can go then do it I wouldn't hesitate to take my family at spring break if that's what worked best for us so keep that in mind. There's a crowd calendar. The later you go in March, the more crowded it will be. So avoiding the very last two weeks in March is probably a good idea if you can. Uh, beginning of March is actually pretty low crowds because spring break hasn't really hit its stride quite yet. So let's talk about weather. March is usually a pretty sunny month at Disneyland. There's still a chance of rain here and there, but nothing like February or January. The average temperature in March is 71 degrees Fahrenheit and the average low is 52 degrees Fahrenheit. But as always, make sure you keep an eye on the weather because the days will be sunny, but the evenings will still be chilly. I would still bring a jacket. I bring a jacket almost always to Disneyland. I just don't want to be cold. So there are lots of fun things happening in March. If you're visiting during Mardi Gras, you might catch a little celebration there. Um, Easter, if Easter is in March, which it's not this year, they'll have a little Easter celebration. So I'm going to talk about Easter in April. But sometimes Easter is in March and they'll have a little Easter celebration. This year they're hosting Disneyland After Dark Villains Night, which is similar to the Sweethearts Night but it's all villains themed. So that will take place on March 8th and the 10th. So it's only happening for two nights. It's just like Sweethearts Night, a special ticket event that's happening after hours, 8 p.m. to midnight, but you can get in at 5 p.m. Tickets start at 119 a person and they are available for sale right now. I think, oh, nope. They go on sale January 11th. I think that this Villains Night is going to be more popular than the Sweethearts Night. That's just my guess. So it might sell out. Um, so if you are wanting to go to Villains Night, be ready to purchase tickets on January 11th in the morning. Don't wait till the afternoon. They might be gone. So with this event, you get early admission to Disneyland beginning at 5 p.m., 
the cauldron, which is watch the all-star outlaws sing and dance their way through this riff raffin lovin review. So some kind of show called the cauldron. There's also the underworld dance party, character experiences with Disney's famous nefarious fiends and their henchmen in special photo spots throughout the park. There's lots of scenes where you can take pictures. The Disney photo pass is also included. There'll be says there's something called now sing find your voice and sing along but beware of eerily enchanted seashells i'm not sure what that is but that sounds interesting there'll also be specialty food items this is this event is taking place in california adventure i forgot to mention that uh the rides will be open and available and you'll get a commemorative credential and guide map credential is a lanyard and they also want you dress to dress to impress, summon your inner scoundrel, and dare to deck yourself out in garb inspired by Disney villains. So there you have it. Disney villains night. I think it sounds fun, but once again, I will not be attending. Um, but it might be a good idea if you're interested in just rides to skip a regular park ticket that day and just hit the Disney Villains Night and hit all the rides at California Adventure. You could easily go on all of them, plus, I mean, more than once for sure, because there's much less rides in California Adventure than there is at Disneyland. There is also the Food and Wine Festival, which is so much fun. It starts in March. It runs March 4th through April 26th. So if you're visiting anytime during spring break, basically you can enjoy the Food and Wine Festival, which I think that you'll really love. So during this event, then it takes place in California Adventure, but you can feast on California's finest food and wine in sample size portions. They also have lots of culinary demonstrations and fun activities and crafts for the whole family all happening in California Adventure in March and April. So some of the highlights that are included with your admission ticket, this is not a specially ticketed event. This is just happening so if you're visiting California Adventure you can take part in all of this. They have culinary demonstrations, the festival marketplace which has over a dozen outdoor kiosks offering an assortment of mouth-widening bites, wine, and beer. They have family programming throughout the duration of the festival. Find something fun for everyone in the family including special activity zones and demonstrations. They have cocktails at Sonoma Terrace. They have live music, lots of fun things. They also have some bookable experiences, which do require an additional fee. They have the Carthay Circle Winemaker Reception. It says, over the course of three exciting nights, enjoy hand-selected California wines, masterfully paired with an array of small plates. They also have the wine, beer, and mixology education and tasting seminars. Discover something special when brewmasters and mixologists divulge their industry expertise during these fascinating 45-minute sessions. So there's lots of fun to be had. I always love trying all of the different food and drinks that they have available. As soon as they announce their menu, I will put that up on my website. I'll put it in the March and April sections so that you can check it out. All right, Disneyland in April is spring break season still. It's finally starting to warm up though, which I love about Disneyland in April. I love to be warm. Can you tell I'm freezing? It was like 19 degrees when I was taking my kids to school today. Oh my gosh, so cold. So Disneyland in April has pretty mild weather. The days are starting to warm up and the nights aren't as chilly and the rainy season has mostly gone. The average high is 74 degrees Fahrenheit with a low 
of 54 degrees Fahrenheit. So obviously you're still going to want to keep an eye on the weather, pack a jacket, but it's much, much warmer than it is in January or February. Um, crowds are still high due to spring breaks. Um, especially in the beginning of the month. I'm looking at the crowd calendar now. The very first week of April through the 13th is very crowded. But if you're going the last week of April, you're going to have lower crowds than the beginning of April. So if you have your pick, um, skip the first two weeks of April and focus on the very last week if you're able. But like I said, don't let high crowds scare you away. You can still have a great time, especially if you are arriving early. I recommend if you're going during a busy time, especially to get to security at least 60 minutes early so that you can rope drop and get in and take advantage of the lower crowds in the morning because when people are on vacation, they just can't get up and out bright and early in the morning. So if you can, then you can enjoy very low wait times for the first hour and a half or so that the parks are open. Um, in April, the Food and Wine Festival is still going strong through April 26th. I already talked about all of that. There's also Dapper Days, which I have never attended, but sounds so much fun. Dapper Days is held at Disneyland sometime in mid-April. I'm not sure of the exact date yet, but there's a Dapper Day Expo that takes place at the Disneyland Hotel, and Dapper Days basically celebrates vintage-style clothing and style that was worn at Disneyland when they opened back in 1955, but it's not just limited to 1950s-style clothing. You can feel free to wear anything that makes you feel stylish. So I've seen pictures of people at Dapper Days and it looks so fun. These people bring their A-game and people just look amazing. I think it would be fun to just be there and watch everybody walking around. So from the Dapper Days website, it says Dapper Days events celebrate the sophisticated dressing and timeless style from yesterday and today with a bit of fun. Everyone is encouraged to participate by dressing up a little or a lot. Due to the 1950s feel of Disneyland, many guests enjoy working mid-century inspired ensembles for our Dapper Day outings to the park, but this is optional. We are not trying to recreate a specific period, just as people once dressed in their Sunday best in the 50s and 60s when visiting Disneyland. We're continuing that tradition of stepping out in style with a fun contemporary flair. So Dapper Days sounds super fun. Um, even if you're not participating and dressing up, which I have a dream to do someday, find like an amazing outfit and wear it to Dapper Days. It would be so fun. Um, if you're not sure what Dapper Days is, Google it and you just look at some of the amazing outfits that are there because they're very fun. Um, this year, Easter is happening um, in April. So Disney celebrates Easter just a little bit with a scavenger hunt, kind of like the one that they have in February for Valentine's Day. You can purchase a game board from participating shops and search around for these hidden Easter eggs that are all around. And once you've found them, you can turn in your game board for a prize. There's also um, some of the restaurants, especially at downtown Disney, will host Easter brunch. So you can make a reservation for there for those if you are there over Easter. All right, let's talk about May at Disneyland. May is a great time because spring breaks are over, but summer crowds haven't arrived yet. So the crowd levels are usually lower than the spring break crowds and the summer crowds, but they're not as low as the January, February crowds. Still fairly low though. Um, Weather, let's talk about weather. 
I love Disneyland in May. I just love warm, but not hot. I need like <laughs> mid 70s is perfect. Um, so the average high in May is 75 degrees Fahrenheit and the average low is 55 degrees Fahrenheit. So watch the weather, obviously, but it is definitely warming up. I still bring a jacket, of course. Now, there's a few events that happen in May that you're going to want to be aware of. Mother's Day is one of them. I've been at Disneyland on Mother's Day, and it was really fun. They gave everyone a complimentary carnation when they entered, all the moms that you can pin to your shirt, and they had some of the famous Disney moms out and about, like we saw the wicked stepmother from Cinderella and her daughters. So they have some characters out and about that they don't always have. And then um, one thing you've got to be aware of if you're visiting on Mother's Day is dining reservations are booked way in advance because people want to take their mothers to brunch or lunch or dinner on Mother's Day at Disneyland. So if you are planning on making dining reservations for Mother's Day, make sure you book them 60 days in advance or as soon as you're able. Disney also hosts grad nights beginning in May and happening May and June. So grad nights are local graduating high school seniors can come to the parks to celebrate their graduation. So the grads need a special event ticket that school groups can purchase so they get tickets through their school. And it depends on which ticket they purchase, but some tickets give the kids access to just California Adventure. After hours, after the park is closed, some give them access to both parks during the day, and then some give them access to like just California Adventure during the day, and then the grad party in the evening over at California Adventure. But you just need to be aware that California Adventure will close early on grad night so that the team the teens can have the parks all to themselves. So Disneyland will be extra crowded on grad nights, especially in the evenings. Um, for May, grad nights are happening May 13th, 14th, 18th, 20th, 21st, 25th, 26th, and 31st. So there's lots of grad nights. Um, I've been to Disneyland a few times when grad nights are taking place and don't panic if you find out, oh my gosh, we booked a trip during a grad night. This is going to be the worst. I was very concerned that we were going to be surrounded by unruly teenagers when we were there, but it wasn't like that at all. We didn't mind having the graduates there. Um, they were all very respectful and nice and everything worked out fine. But be aware if you're visiting during this time that California Adventure will close early on grad nights. So you'll either need to have a park hopper so you can go over to Disneyland, although Disneyland will get very crowded on those grad night evenings, or just call it an early night and go home and get back to your hotel and swim, get some rest, hang out at downtown Disney. That's always an option too. So if you're going to Disneyland on one of those days and you have a park hopper, I suggest starting at California Adventure so you can get all of those rides done in the morning because teens like to sleep in. Most of them won't be there right when it opens. And then once it hits one o'clock, you can hop over to Disneyland and do stuff over there or just spend the entire day at California Adventure, hit it in the morning, and then go back to your hotel for an early night as soon as the grads start coming in in full force. Or you can just spend the whole day at Disneyland. Lots of options. Disneyland also hosts Star Wars Night After Dark 
in May. This is going to be a super popular event because Star Wars, if you haven't noticed, is incredibly popular. So this After Hours event takes place May 3rd, 4th, and 27th from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. So it goes even later. Uh, you can start entering the parks at 6 p.m. if you have tickets. Tickets start $134 a person and they go on sale January 11th. Parking is not included. So if you're excited about this, be ready January 11th to purchase tickets. Um, you can get in at 6 p.m. They're going to have Star Wars Fireworks Spectacular, character sightings. Of course, they'll have all the Star Wars characters out and about. They're going to be having a galactic dance party. Photo pass will be included and there'll be lots of photo ops and places you can have your picture taken, special backdrops. After hours access to attractions, they will have Star Wars attractions open that night. You can't have a Star Wars night without the Star Wars attractions. So Star Tours will be open, Millennium Falcon will be open, Smugglers Run, and they should have shorter wait times. So again, this might be a good thing to go to if you're interested in just shorter wait times. They will have specialty themed food, merchandise, of course, they're going to have specialty merchandise. You can receive a souvenir credential, which is a lanyard, as well as an event guide. And they suggest that you dust off your lightsabers and dress up as your favorite Star Wars character. But obviously that is not required, but it would be fun. So I think that sounds like a fun night, especially if you're a huge Star Wars fan. I think there's going to be a lot of Star Wars fans that night, and I think it looks really fun. I will also not be attending that one, but who knows? Maybe I will. I said that about Marius Nights, and then I went twice. So anyway, I think that one looks very fun. All right, Disneyland in June. We're halfway there. You guys, thanks for hanging in there with me. Disneyland in June is fairly crowded. Um, it's just summertime. What can you say? It's summertime in the parks. I've been in June and I didn't think it was that bad. I've always heard horror stories about crowds at Disneyland during the summer. I didn't think it was that bad. We got there early. We made sure we took advantage of those lower crowds in the mornings and the parks were open later so we could go back to our hotel during the day and have a little break and swim and then come back in the evenings. And I actually really enjoyed it. I would not hesitate to take my family back in June. Obviously, the weekends are more crowded than the middle of the week so if you're going in June and looking for lower crowds then you can stick to Tuesday through Friday and you're going to also want to avoid the grad night celebrations if you're um, looking for the very lowest crowds. I'll talk about those dates in a minute but weather at Disneyland in June things are starting to heat up but it's not miserable yet. Like it's going to get really hot in California as the year goes on, but June is not too bad yet. So the average high is 81 degrees Fahrenheit and the average low is 61 degrees. Mornings are kind of foggy, which is so strange because you it looks like it's going to rain, but the fog just burns off by the afternoon. But it's really common to have kind of foggy mornings in June. So make sure you keep an eye on the weather, obviously, but it's not... It's not super hot yet, but it will be. So if you are going in the summer and you're like, oh, we have to go in the summer. That's the best time for our family. I would pick June over July just because the crowd levels will be pretty similar. But the weather in June is better than July, typically. 
Um, so grad nights, like we've talked about, are happening June 1st, 3rd, 4th, 7th, 8th, 10th, 11th, and 17th. I have all this info on my website, so you can check it out. Um, so if you're visiting in June, they don't have any specialty events other than grad night, just longer park hours. So parks will likely be open from 8 a.m. till midnight, um, 8 a.m. till 10 p.m. over at California Adventure. But I suggest rope dropping so that you're there for the cooler morning hours and the lower crowds. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we made it through half the year. I'm going to take a quick break, grab a drink. When we come back, we'll hit the next half of the year. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome back. Let's talk July in California at Disneyland. So July is kind of considered like the peak of the summer crowd times. Um, Crowds are always heavy July, June, August, but July then is kind of the heaviest for the entire month if you're taking into account the entire summer. So July is heavier, especially during the 4th of July. 4th of July is very popular at Disneyland. So if you're looking for lower crowds, then avoid the 4th of July. But like I've said before, you can always still have a great time even when there's crowds. I would just arrive early. Use Genie Plus if you can. I've got lots of Genie Plus info on a different episode on my podcast and also on my website. I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but avoid 4th of July if possible. Disneyland is hot in July. Uh, The average temperature is 84 degrees for the high Fahrenheit and the low is 66 degrees. Plus there's a lot of concrete at Disneyland and a lot of people there in the summer, which I feel like makes it feel hotter than it actually is. Although the bonus of visiting in the summer and in July is that you get a lot of park time. So the park is open early and then it stays open really late. So there's a ton of time to do things, even if it is crowded, it gives you extra time. Plus you get the benefit of those cooler evening hours because once the sun goes down, then it is really, really pleasant to be there on July evening. So that is kind of a bonus. If you can skip out on the hottest day, the hottest part of the day, I mean, maybe go back to your hotel, take a nap, maybe a quick shower because you'll be all sweaty, swim, stuff like that, and then go back for the cooler evening hours. I would recommend that if you are able. Disneyland in August is very similar to Disneyland in July. Lots of crowds, lots of heat, Um, but in August then summer is wrapping up and kids are starting to go back to school. And actually, can I tell you a secret? The very end of August is my favorite time to visit Disneyland if you're looking for the very lowest, lowest crowds, like some of the lowest of the entire year. I probably shouldn't even tell this secret, but the last two weeks of August have very low crowds. The reason being summer's over, school is back in session, and people aren't going to take their kids out of school for the very first week or two that they're in school. Like, do you take your, you know, do you have your kid miss the first day of school? Probably not. 
but that's when the very lowest crowds are because people aren't going to take their kids out for the very beginning of the year and they're excited to have them back in school. They've had them home all summer. They're ready to get back into a routine. So those last two weeks of August have some of the lowest crowds of the entire year. Plus, a lot of the local magic key holders are not going to be going those two weeks because they've already visited during the summer and they are waiting for Halloween time to start so that they, because they have a limited number of reservations. So a lot of them will wait until early mid-September to visit so they can be there for Halloween and they will have already done summer visits. So the last two weeks of August are a great time to visit for lower crowds, but it can be hot can be. It will be hot. Very, very, very hot. August and September are two hot, hot months at Disneyland. So the average high is 86 degrees. The average low is 66 degrees. Um, Like I said with July, all of that concrete and all of those people, it's going to be even hotter than it actually says that it is. So you have to be prepared to deal with the heat. Um, The last two weeks of August are going to have probably shorter operating hours. So since crowd levels are lower, you're going to have fewer park hours available to you. Whereas at the beginning of the month, parks will be open longer hours. But it always evens out to me because on busier days, it's open longer. So even if you wait in line some, doesn't really matter because you have more hours there. Whereas shorter times, you have shorter wait times, but the park closes earlier. It kind of evens out in my mind. All right, Disneyland in September. September is such a fun time to visit because there's so many things happening at Disneyland. Let's talk crowds first. Crowds are lower in September than they are in summertime in June, July, and August, and lower than they are in October. Obviously, when I say lower, there's still crowds. You're not going to show up and have it just be you walking around the parks. But they are lower, especially if you go earlier in the month. If you go before Halloween time officially kicks off, you're going to have the lowest crowds and they get heavier and heavier as you get closer to Halloween. You are going to want to avoid weekends because they're just, they're just higher on weekends no matter what. So if you're looking for low crowds, weekends are the ones that you're going to want to skip. So the biggest thing that happens in September is the start of the Halloween season. I don't have an official kickoff date for 2022, but it's usually early September that it all goes down. Haunted Mansion will usually be closed in end of August and early September because they'll put up the overlay for the holidays. That goes up in early September, end of August. So if you're visiting then, expect that to be closed for a little while. Halloween time is incredibly popular at Disneyland. It might be even more popular than Christmas. Hard to say, but it is a lot of fun. The parks are decorated, both parks, and every inch of them seems to have some type of Halloween decor. They also host the Oogie Boogie Bash at California Adventure that begins in September and runs on select nights through Halloween. That's also a a separate ticket event like the other ones that we've talked about um, that's really fun to attend. So if you are thinking about Halloween at Disneyland, I would think about Oogie Boogie Bash. I think it's the best after hours party that they put on at Disneyland and I attend every year and really, really enjoy it. I'll put a link to Oogie Boogie Bash in my show notes because I've got lots of information. So if you're thinking about visiting at Halloween time, really think about doing Oogie Boogie Bash because it's very fun. So they have Oogie Boogie Bash 
and that has Halloween time just brings with it lots of decorations like we talked about but also they have some really fun holiday foods that are out and just it's a fun time of year to visit I really enjoy it crowds are higher like we talked about and weather is hot in September it feels just as hot as August and every single time I go then I think oh Halloween time it's gonna be cooler fall no stop thinking that if you're thinking that you're going to be wrong because September is incredibly hot. The average high is 84 degrees and the average low is 63 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's going to feel just as hot as the summer, if not more so. I feel like it's hotter in September than it is in June. So plan on it being warm, but it is a very fun time of year to visit. And the park usually has longer operating hours just kind of depends on when you hit it in September so you can check those on the Disneyland website okay let's move to October Halloween time is still in full swing at Disneyland and like I talked about it's incredibly popular so if you do visit during Halloween time you're going to want to Um, make dining reservations 60 days in advance and get a jump on the crowds by arriving 60 to 90 minutes early so that you can be there at rope drop, things like that. Um, October is fairly crowded, especially the middle to end of October. The very, very beginning is, I don't know, a little less crowded. Maybe if you went like midweek, the first week of October, but then there's just fairly heavy crowds throughout October, especially on the weekends. So plan on that. Weather is still hot in October, but it's starting to cool down. It's definitely not as hot as it is in September. So the average high is 77 degrees Fahrenheit and the average low is 61 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's finally starting to cool off. Like I talked about, there's the Oogie Boogie Bash that's amazing happening in October and all of the fun Halloween festivities. That brings us to November, which is one of my favorite times to visit. Do I say that for every month? I might. I might say that for every month, but November really is one of my favorite times to visit. The holidays are just getting started and the weather's cooling down. Um, Crowd levels are fairly low at the beginning of November. So November 1st through maybe the 18th, if you avoid weekends, crowds are fairly low. Then as it starts to get into the holidays and Thanksgiving, then things start to pick up. I would avoid weekends if possible. Um, I always thought that Thanksgiving would be so crazy crowded and miserable at Disneyland, Um, but it wasn't. I was there this last year and we had such a great time on Thanksgiving. I thought the crowds were incredibly manageable not nearly as high as I anticipated, not nearly as high as I've seen them in summertime. I don't know if that's just because they were limiting how many people could be there because of the pandemic, but I mean, there were still people there. It was still crowded, but not unmanageable like I had blown it up to be in my mind. So like I've said in the past, if the only time you can visit is over Thanksgiving, then do it. Go and have a good attitude and just expect that there'll be people there but it's not going to ruin your vacation. If you go into it knowing it will be crowded, but you're going to have fun anyway, that's how I think you should look at it if you happen to be visiting during higher crowds. So weather in November is pretty mild, which is another good reason to visit. Uh, The high is 
average is 71 degrees Fahrenheit with a low of 56. So there's usually very little rain and the daytime temperatures are really perfect. The nights get chilly, so I always have a jacket, of course. But the holidays kick off and there's so much to see and do. If you visit early November, they haven't started yet. But by mid-November, they're in full swing. So in 2021, then the holiday celebration began November 12th and ran through January 9th. We don't have exact dates for the 2022 season yet, but I will post those as soon as we do. There's tons of things happening um, in both Disneyland and California Adventure with decorations and photo opportunities and the decorations are just incredible. I mean, they really go all out. Just like they do for Halloween, they go all out for Christmas. In 2021, then they hosted Disney's Merriest Nights, which was an after-hours celebration, um, special ticketed event, just like they do, um, you know, with like the Sweethearts Night and things like that. It's just centered around Christmas time. Um, no word on if they're doing that again in... 2022. I hope they do. I went twice and I really had a great time. So if they do host it again, I will put more information on my website as it gets closer. And that brings us to Disneyland in December. All right, Disneyland in December is again one of my favorite times to visit, of course. Um, the crowds really aren't that bad if you go early December. Early December, avoiding weekends and Mondays. They're not too bad, but once you get into the week between Christmas and New Year's, it's crazy, crazy crowded, the most crowded Disneyland gets, and I would avoid that at all costs if you can. So crowds can be heavy, of course, because it's the holidays, but earlier in December, you'll have lower crowds. The weather is pretty amazing in December. The high is... 70 degrees Fahrenheit on average with a low of 48 degrees Fahrenheit. So you're going to want to keep an eye on the weather because it really does get chilly in the evenings. And I mean, we've worn jackets and hats and gloves. So you want to make sure that you are bundled up and warm, but it's very pleasant usually, especially midday. And like I talked about, they have all of the Halloween or not Halloween, oh, Christmas festivities and holiday offerings. They have, um, the holiday overlay that transfers over from Halloween time to Christmas on the Haunted Mansion. Um, it's called the Haunted Mansion Holiday where Jack Skellington takes over the Haunted Mansion. So that's still going on during the holiday celebration. It's a Small World is all decked out for the holidays. And they have a special holiday fireworks show and special parade and you can visit Santa. There's just so many things going on during the holiday season. It makes it really fun. So we visited at Thanksgiving time and then I visited again in December. And it's just such a fun way to add some magic to your holiday season. So something to think about if you want a little extra holiday magic, visiting Disneyland is the way to get it for sure. Oh my gosh, I did it. All 12 months. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I hope that was helpful for you, especially if you're trying to decide when you want to visit Disneyland, if you're visiting in 22, which I really hope you are. I hope you're going to Disneyland. Such a magical place. So many memories made there, and I hope this was helpful. I get asked what my very favorite times to visit are, and it's so hard for me to say. I love visiting in January after the holiday crazy. I do not go between Christmas and New Year's or the first week of January because it's so busy. But 
Uh, early January after the first week, I love to visit just because the crowds are low and the weather's nice if it's not raining. February, I love to go early February. So this year I'm going the end of January and then right again the very next weekend in February. So I have like two weekends in a row that I'll be at Disneyland, one in January and one in February. I'm excited about both of them. So I really like for lowest crowds, uh, January and February if you're avoiding the holidays. And for lowest crowds, I love that last week of August. Such a great time to visit. Um, I do like visiting when it's warm and the weather's mild. So in March, if I can, April. Um, we usually try to skip out on a lot of the summertime craziness, but I do enjoy visiting in June if I'm going in the summer. And then of course, I love all of the Halloween stuff and all of the holiday stuff such fun times. So many great times to visit Disneyland. I mean, really, at, at Disneyland, you're always going to have a good time, right? So if it's between staying at home and going to Disneyland, even if it's going to be hot and crowded, I will go to Disneyland every single time because I love it. Um, if you are struggling to know when to visit Disneyland or you have questions or you want hotel recommendations, all those things, let me know. I am so happy to help. Before I sign off, we have to talk about the winner of my Instagram, oops, not Instagram, I'm doing an Instagram giveaway too, my podcast giveaway, I need to announce that. So the winner of the Morton Co. Candle, Disney scented candle that I'm giving away, all you had to do was rate and review my podcast and then you were entered to win this amazing Disney scented candle you get to choose the scent. So if you win, you get to go on their Etsy shop and choose which scent you want. They have so many amazing scents. They have one that's like inspired by the Haunted Mansion and one that's inspired by Pirates of the Caribbean. They have one that's Main Street Bakery that I absolutely love for the holidays. And then they have one that's inspired by Soaring California, the oranges smell. Oh, so many great things. I love them. I love the Dole Whip one. I could go on and on. But anyway, I love them all. So I'm giving away a Disney themed scented candle from Morton Co. Candles and the winner is McKenna Paul. So McKenna, when you hear this, send me a DM on Instagram or you can send me a message to mixinsomemagic at gmail and let me know that you're the winner and you can pick out your candle and I will have it sent directly to you. So give me a contact. Give me a contact. Oh my gosh. Contact me. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, I'm exhausted. Going through all 12 months. <laughs> It's more work than you would think. Trust me. Oh, I need a break. So I'm going to take a break. And thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you so much. If you have any questions, please let me know. I am here to help. Also for the candles, anybody can get a 10% discount. I was able to secure a 10% discount for all of my listeners. So they'll put a link in the show notes. Go and check them out. Order a candle for your Disney loving friend or probably for yourself because treat yourself, right? New year, new you, treat yourself, all that stuff. Oh, you guys, you are the best. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. I will be back next week with something new. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon.